0: Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor. To Yahweh, Bashem. Ba Yahweh Shai, the Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means He exists. Bahashem, which means in the name Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer, who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Hawabashim, Yahweh Shai, for us to mercies, peace and blessings to the elect in the remnant, which consists of your so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites who look like all the different nations. but your lineage, go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, peace and blessings, Shalom, to you brothers and you sisters out there, we're uh, fastly approaching the uh, holy day. Passover, which is on the 16th, so we have a, a couple of days. So, uh, this is uh, the time to examine ourselves. You know, uh, definitely if you are uh, partaking in the Passover, you want to make sure that you have no leaven in your heart. You want to not only remove the leaven out of your homes during the time of the Passover, no items with yeast in it, but also remove. The leaven out of our hearts or out of our minds. So, I just wanted to do this a quick lesson before I head off to bed. And uh, just you know, things have been going on, you know. And you know, no matter what, you know, what we're going through, the Lord will always let us know that He exists. His name Yahweh; it means He exists. So, no matter what our situation. Is the Lord will show His presence? You know, um, I just want to just give you like a quick testimony. Um, you know, with finances and and you know uh, things getting more and more scarce, and you know that could really have uh, an effect uh, on your life. You know, you know, uh, paying bills and and having you know, money, as the scriptures say, money is a defense. Money answer of all things. So, you know, we need money in this society. And uh, this devil, he don't make it easy for us. You know, you might have brothers out there that are entrepreneurs, or sisters that's entrepreneurs that are talented and they, you know, have uh, you know skills that they're able to earn income for them for the for themselves alakia but this devil will put stumbling blocks in front of you and my situation was i had some stumbling blocks set before me not necessarily uh at this point having a business but uh working at these jobs and the lord allowed me to uh, to get you know a new, new job, you know, new employment. So I thank the Lord, you know, I mean, just, I, I went from, uh, being in between jobs to, you know, having a job with full benefits and, and, uh, working full time, you know, and that will take place in a, you know, in a a couple of weeks, but I thank the Lord, you know, he, he, um, he definitely, uh, changed my situation around. Now, again, you know, these jobs and and us having to deal with so much, only the Lord knows how it's going to work out. But nonetheless, you know, the Lord uh, did make a way for me. And I just want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh because the Lord told us that He would give us our daily bread, you know. And going back to what I was saying about the dynamics of, of uh, relationships and family uh, and us having to uh, have roofs over our head and uh, clothes and food and gas and vehicles and stuff like that. You know, it could put a strain uh, on our relationships and, you know, usually uh, that's one of the biggest arguments within relationships is over money. You know, that's really the main one. And, um, you know, we're just in this society, man, where uh, this devil constantly wants us to uh, stay on this rat race. You know, that's why we need the Lord uh, to return as soon as possible, because in the kingdom of heaven, we're not going to have to deal with poverty. We won't have to ever deal with uh, working, you know, from the sweat of our brow. The uh, earth, you know, the soil, you know, the crops will yield as fruit, you know. So it's something to really look forward to. And while we're uh, in between, you know, this kingdom, which is by the Edomites, you know, this unrighteous, evil, wicked, satanic system, you know, in the future kingdom, which will be um, ran. ran in righteousness under our Lord Yahweh and the Israelites, because the Bible tells us when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. So the righteous will be in authority, and there'll be no more um, unrighteous laws or oppression, you know, at least for the Israelites, you know. So the kingdom of heaven will be ruled in righteousness, but we're in the satanic system and the people are in mourning. So we have to do our best to survive in this society, you know, as the Lord allow. And we have to edify each other. We have to uh, build each other up, you know, Shalom, the water to you brothers out there, you know, brothers that's been uh, the brother that's been donating, you know, sending alms always have to mention that because there's thousands of views, thousands of people listening, but it's faithful brothers that not only show by their words but by their deeds and it's not about money, but it's just really the um the action, you know, the works behind it, you know, and no amount is too small, you know. You had the account of the, a woman that gave two mites, you know, and the Lord he He recognized her sacrifice because that's all she had. And she gave what she could. You know, the Lord, uh, you know, commanded us to uh, feed uh, those that are feeding you. You know, he said, muzzle not the ox. You know, you know, a workman is worthy of his wage. You know, so I just say thank you because You know, in this society, uh, a lot of people won't give or won't donate because of Christianity. You know, they get hustled in Christianity. Right. But (laughs) these people are making millions of dollars, you know, and it's not even about the money. You know, at least for Israelites, for the most part, you might have some camps or whatever like that that might make merchandise. But for the most part, brothers in the truth, really, weren't about that, you know, we would freely give this, but it does help, you know, when brothers out there donate. And again, you know, it's greatly appreciated, you know, especially furthering this gospel, furthering this ministry, you know, uh, because the money is going to be used for good uses, you know, not for no bullshit, you know, actually helping brothers and sisters out there. Uh, continuing this gospel, you know, materials, uh, whether it be um, film, you know, film equipment or, you know, video equipment, whatever, you know, printing materials, uh, books, all of the things that's going to be used to um, further this truth and feed the Lord's sheep. He told us, if you love me, feed my sheep. And I have, um, a lot of, you know, good ideas, you know, I have plans and those plans will only manifest if the Lord, so like if the Lord allow those plans to manifest and, um, I'm just thankful, you know, I'm really thankful, um, for the Lord's mercy, grace, you know, it's, it's not like we deserve it. You know, I, I think about what I could do. Uh, and I know I could do more, but under the circumstances, you know, it's it's kind of difficult. The scriptures tell us that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You know, I want to do more, but, you know, I get uh, tired, you know, and I have uh, infirmities. And there's just a lot of things going on that I try to not harp on because it's not about uh, me, you know. Is really about you brothers and sisters out there. One of the uh, main components of charity, charity is brotherly love and thinking about others more than you think about yourself. You know, so I just, again, I'm just very thankful to brothers and sisters out there that's been listening and um, tuning in and, you know, emailing me. It's edification, you know, you have no idea um, when I receive emails, how much it uplifts my spirit, you know, because it could be tough, man. You know, we're we're up against this B system. You know, it's the most satanic system ever. You know, all the kingdoms that's in the past America, which is Babylon, the greatest by far the worst. And all those wicked, evil, satanic kingdoms it's all wrapped up in Babylon. You know, this place is just truly the valley of the shadow of death. The prayer that King David prayed in the book of Psalms, the 23rd chapter. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's what David was talking about. He was talking about here in America. America is the valley of the shadow of death because death is on all sides. But he says, I will fear no evil because the Lord, he's in control and we're to fear the Lord. Scriptures say that the fear of a, the fear of man is a snare and this devil. He likes to try to instill fear. That's with all the lynchings and and the shootings by these race soldiers that gun our people down unjustly. You know, a sister on uh, one of the social media platforms. Uh, apps was at Twitter said why are are all these race soldiers not going over to Ukraine to help those punk ass neo-Nazis and that's true they're not uh, signing up you know enlisting over there they're too busy harassing stalking and oppressing and brutalizing unarmed civilians cowards man you know but you know the Lord told us that uh, a nation of fierce continents would uh, oppress the Israelites, you know. And really, this is all a part of biblical prophecy. The book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 12, tells us that the devil have great wrath because he knoweth that he had but a short time. So this devil, he's going to come down and he is coming down with great wrath. You could just tell in their spirit that they have a uh, rage you know what I'm saying? They always talk about um white genocide. No one is trying to uh genocide them, but they know that their time is short. They know that they're in a negative birth rate. They know that all the uh different nations are rising up. They know that the so-called Negroes, Latinos and Native Americans, the population growth is steadily increasing and their numbers are steadily decreasing. So by us existing and multiplying that's considered white genocide you know in their eyes and they're reacting on it you know they're doing a lot of wicked shit man even behind the scenes you know covertly and eventually it's going to be overtly and our greatest tool our greatest weapon is the law statutes and commandments the word of yahweh which is this bible this is our sword Hebrews 4 and 12 tells us that the word of the Lord is sharper than any two-edged sword. So this truth, it has life. It's a spirit in it, you know, and it's powerful. The words cut those that hear it, you know, and those that read it. It's a two-edged sword. So when when it cuts us, we have to do our best to repent. And walk in the law, statutes, and commandments of Yahweh, Shem Yahweh, and having faith. It's all about having faith and having works. Having mercy, charity, you know. Uh, putting up with one another. Long-suffering, forgiving one another. You know, Bible goes into forgiving your brother if he offends you, you know. Longs that brother is sincere. And he asked for forgiveness. You' supposed to forgive him, you know. That's what it's all about, man. We we need mercy. We need we need the Lord's uh, uh, grace, you know. We need His loving kindness. So we should extend that loving kindness to our people, you know. Those that are in that in the right spirit, and even those that are without, we have to still put up with them, you know. Not saying that you got to be around people that's trying to harm you, but you still have to extend a level of grace, you know, to, to those brothers and sisters that's in darkness. So I like to read, um, uh, in the book of Psalm, uh, 119, because I was, uh, meditating on, um, mercy, you know, how the heavenly father, he exhibits mercy. I know, you know, these are lessons that uh, we do, uh, you know, brothers out there, that's you know in the truth or even this platform right here I know I go into a lot of the Heavenly Father's wrath and I have to go into that the Bible tells us that we're to uh, through the, as the scriptures say through the terror of the Lord we persuade men so we have to put the fear of Yahweh in your heart because we know that the Heavenly Father have no respect of persons you know anybody can get it you know This is the same power that wiped out the earth, except eight souls. You know what I'm saying? So the Lord, he don't need anybody. He can, he can wipe out the whole planet and start over, you know, cause he created everything, you know, but through his love, his mercy, his grace, and by his word, he's bound, you know? So he, he go into how, uh, the Israelites, you know, the, 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 um, Four fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that seed would last forever. You know, and again, the Heavenly Father is bound by His word because He cannot lie. So let's go into the book of Psalm 119 and we'll start at, um, let's see. Bear with me because I was, um, I was going into mercy, but it was other scriptures that pop out. Uh, I'll go back to 119, Selakia. So like let me just pull this one scripture up. So, Psalm 136, verse 1, it reads, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endure forever. Just think about that. His mercy endure forever. So his mercy is eternal. You know, his his love is eternal. Let's see. Let's get it in a few other versions. So let's go to the uh, Amplified Bible says, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his loving kindness graciousness mercy compassion endures forever so you might be in a situation you might find that the lord is chastising you he's punishing you you know scriptures tell us that the lord uh, chastised those that he loves so you might be going through things we're all going through things we're all feeling the rod of correction from the heavenly father yahweh but the Lord told us that if we endure his chastening, he will look upon us, his son. So we have to uh, realize that, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's rough. You know, you know, this this ass whooping, but his mercy endures forever. His loving kindness is his tender mercies. King David, he uh, he spoke often about the tender mercies of Yahweh, because remember, uh, King David He was caught in the act of adultery, even murder. And under those um, sins, those are under penalties of death. But the Lord had mercy upon King David. And King David, he spoke often about the tender mercies. Let's see. His, his uh, mercy endure forever. So this is. Um, let's see. Type in KJV. Okay. Here we go. This is uh, in a book. of psalm. Twenty-five, verse 6 and it reads remember O Lord thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness for they have been ever of old so going into those tender mercies you know having a mercy extended to you you know through uh, your uh, walk you know we all sin we all fall short of the glory of the Lord you know but the Lord will extend those tender mercies for those that have a broken and contrite heart. That's another thing, you know, when we, um, break the law, statutes and commandments, you know, and we don't do as the Lord commanded us to do. And we get punished for it. You know, the Lord will bring that, um, That correction upon you. And if you are sinning, you know, and you um, are being chastised, you should feel um, that remorse. You know, you should feel that guilt that that's actually a good thing. You you should feel guilt. You should you should feel shame for whatever you've done against against the father. Against your power, but when you uh, humble yourself, He will not hate it, He will not despise it. So, this is the book, a psalm, Psalms 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of Yahweh are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O Yahweh, thou will not despise. So the Heavenly Father, he will not despise a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. That means that you you feel remorse. You're you're grieved in the spirit for um, rebelling and sinning against your power. You know, you might have a shame or guilt uh, for your uh, past life. Meaning, you know, before you came into this truth, you know, you might have been out in the streets, you know. And the Lord woke you up. And although you're a new creature, you might have those um, those bouts of shame and guilt. But the Lord will not despise your broken and contrite heart. You know, you got brothers and sisters out there that, that you know, they've been in many different situations, different walks of life. But the Lord... Is uh, merciful, you know, going and going into those tender mercies. So let's go back to uh, Psalm 119 and I'm going to just read it starting at verse one. It says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. So you're blessed when you walk undefiled, you know, keeping the law, statutes and commandments. Is what's make, what makes you undefiled, you know, through the Lord, Yahweh Shai. You know, because scriptures tell us that our righteousness is as filthy rags. So it's through the Lord's grace and mercy that we can walk undefiled, you know. It says, Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. So you're blessed when you keep the testimonies, law, statutes and commandments, you know, and you seek the Lord with your whole heart, your whole mind, putting everything that you got into this thing, even when you don't feel it, you know, you know, like just recently I wanted to go to bed, but the Lord just put in my heart to just speak this message, you know, and Lord's will is edifying to you brothers and sisters out there. You know, it says they also do no iniquity. Iniquity is sin upon sin. They walk in his ways. So again, you're blessed when you walk undefiled. You're keeping the law, statutes and commandments. You're not doing iniquity. Iniquity is sin upon sin. Sin is transgression of the law. Pursuing to the book of First John So when we sin, we're actually transgressing the law, statutes, and commandments. There are three—was it not three hundred, but six hundred and thirteen laws? That's how many laws. But the scriptures tell us that His laws are not grievous. So it's not difficult to to stop shaving. You know what I'm saying? It's not grievous. It's not grievous to stop eating pork, shrimp, crab, and lobster. You know, so when we serve the Lord, we have to uh, we have to uh, seek Him and we have to serve Him with our whole heart. It says, "They also do no iniquity; they walk in His ways." Thou hast commanded us to keep Thy precepts diligently. Precepts is the Scriptures, you know, precept upon precept, precept upon precept. Line upon line, because the the word of the Lord, they connect. You have a precept in one book, chapter and verse, and then then it connect to another book, chapter and verse. That's the precepts. It says, oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Scriptures tell us that a man's goings is of the Lord. So it's the Lord that direct our path. He's the one that guide our steps. So we have to always pray that the Lord guide our steps, guard our hearts, guard our tongue, you know. It says, Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. So when we keep the law, statutes, and commandments, there's no shame. But when we break them, there's shame that come upon us. You know. It says, I will. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. So it's all about giving the Lord his praise. You know, in the Christian churches, you know, they they praise even though they're praising to a false god, they're not praising to the God of the Bible, but the wacky tacky Christians, they're all about praise. They're just praising a false god, which displeases the Lord. So us being in this truth, we have to praise thee with all uprightness of heart, of mind. It says when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. And this is how we learn the righteous judgments by learning from teachers. You know, you got men out there that's prophesying, that's feeding the Lord's sheep, you know, it says, "I will keep thy statutes, O forsake me not utterly." So it's all about keeping the statutes, law, statutes, and commandments. You know. So let's uh, let's go to verse thirty-three. It says, "Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I will keep it until the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart." So it's all about getting an understanding. Not just reading the Bible, but also getting an understanding. And that takes time. That takes um, experience. You can get the knowledge, wisdom, but then the understanding comes from making mistakes, from growing, from uh, age, you know, maturity. You know, there's things that we learn all the time, you know, just by trial and error. You know, mistakes that we make and we not, we may uh, make mistakes in our personal life and we realize our error and we have to p- confess our faults. Bible go into confessing our faults one to another, you know. That's 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 showing integrity where you can admit when you're wrong. A lot of people they can't admit when they're wrong. They can't they they, they always gotta be right, you know. They, they feel like they are perfect, you know, but we're, we're, we're not perfect, man. We all make mistakes, you know. That's why we need mercy, those tender mercies. It reads, make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. So the path of the commandments... It's keeping the law, statutes and commandments, but also that narrow gate or that narrow road, you know, that narrow road that's full of oppression because keeping the law, statutes and commandments, although they're not grievous in this society, they're not going to make it easy, especially in these last days. You know, you go back in history, uh, the Israelites were persecuted for keeping the law, statutes and commandments. They had decrees where you couldn't uh, uh, keep the law. You know, the heathens, they would do wicked things, trying to make our people eat pork, you know, and so forth. Try to get our people worshiping their false gods, you know, like Zeus and all the heathen uh, idols. And you had Israelites that chose death before they uh, bow down to any false gods that's where you uh, get the account of uh Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they refused to bow down to false gods and they were thrown in a fiery furnace and you know you you can go into that uh, that account but we know that they weren't harmed the lord was with them you know when uh those uh heathens uh kindled that fire it was so hot that the people that actually kindled it they ended up burning up that's how hot it was but not one part of their body singed and the messiah he was the other uh person that was in that um fiery furnace shadrach meshach and abednego was in there but also the messiah was in there too you know Incline my heart into thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in thy way. So it's all about refraining from vanity. Vanity is is basically vain things, you know, the, the cares of this world, you know, money, fashion, car status, you know, uh, social influence—that's all vanity, man. It's all vain. It's, it's nothing. You know, it has no significance on your salvation. It says, in quicken." The word "quicken" means to raise. Raise thou me in thy way. Establish thy word to thy servant who is devoted to thy fear. Turn away my reproach. Which I fear, for thy judgments are good. Behold, I have longed after thy precepts. Quicken me in thy righteousness. Let thy mercies come also unto me, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. So that's pretty much it. You know, going back to the tender mercies of the Lord, you know, we need the Lord's grace, we need the Lord's mercy we definitely going to need that in these last days because the Lord is, is turning this thing up you know you can see the whole earth is out of cake you know it's uh, it's uh, out of order it's chaos the whole earth is in chaos you know you got a lot of stuff that's going on you got the digital currency that's being implemented which is a precursor to the market of the beast where you're not going to be able to uh, buy things unless you take the chip and we know According to the Bible, anybody that consent to taking the chip, they're going to be destroyed, you know. So this is the time to build your faith, you know, and rely on the Lord's tender mercies, you know, because you're going to um, have, you know, bad days. You're going to feel like uh, all hope is, you know, lost. You might feel uh, sad and you might feel uh you know, pretty much downtrodden, but, you know, it's only for a season, you know, and it's all about edifying, it's all about lifting each other up, you know, the word edify means to build up, you know, it's all about building, you know, building your brothers, building your sisters up, you got brothers and sisters throughout the four corners of the earth that's listening, you know, to this broadcast, so it's all about Edifying, all about building you brothers and sisters up, getting you spiritually, mentally prepared for these evil times, you know, and really serving the Lord, man, with your whole heart, you know, going back to putting your all in this, man, even when you don't feel it, you know, you just try your best, you know, and, you know, it might be times where you might, want to do something but the spirit might not uh, allow you to do it you know so when that happens you you take the time to meditate meditate on the Lord's word you know the word meditate basically means to ponder to think taking these scriptures and you might think about a specific scripture and you just, you just meditate on it you know you know meditate on the tender mercies of the Lord when, when you or in a situation and and you feel like, you know, that it might just be just judgment with, with no mercy. But you have to uh, balance that thing out, you know, because the Lord could uh, give us mercy, you know, could give us, uh, um, you know, that opportunity, you know, to, to heal us and to, and to allow us to uh, flourish, you know. And to guide us and to be with us. Because he's faithful, man. You know, man uh, will uh, will forsake you. You know, you could be in a situation where uh, you might be uh, with brothers who are believers. And for whatever reason, they turn against you. You know, it's things that happen, you know. Um, and the Lord will, will do that. He'll... He might have uh, brothers uh, split up, you know, where they're not in the same camp or, or, you know, you're not fellowshipping, but you know, you're supposed to still, um, extend that brotherly love and, and know that, uh, men will forsake you, but the Lord, he'll never forsake you, you know, but you just extend that mercy the same way that our Lord extended mercy for those that uh, basically uh, left him, man. In this hour of temptation, they scattered, man, the disciples, you know. And, you know, they felt it, man, afterwards, but that had to happen. And in the end, those uh, men, the disciples, they became apostles, and they were martyred, man, for the namesake of Yahweh Shai, you know, so... All things work out for the good of Yahweh. So stay strong, brothers and sisters. I just wanted to do this uh, quick broadcast uh, before I head off to bed. If you need to email me, you can email me at a new song is sung at protonmel.com. Um, if you want to uh, uh, sign up for the uh, mailing list, you know, I'm going to start mailing out, uh, newsletters because I, I send them by email, but I've always liked, uh, newsletters, man, <laughs> you know, like getting newsletters in the mail or just, you know, I like, uh, reading things on paper, man, you know, so if you want to sign up again for the newsletter, just email me. I'll put you on a list of, uh, the email and, um, I got a lot of stuff, man, Lord's will, you know, uh, down the pike. I just pray that I'm able to uh, put these uh, works into action. I got the uh, Lashawan Kodash Revival, which is really going to go in depth into uh, the Hebrew language. A brother had emailed me and wanted to uh, wanted more lessons going into the Lashawan Kodash, the Hebrew and just by that conversation that inspired me to go further into the language but then I started uh, looking into uh, the Amalekites the people that say they Jews I saw a uh, a uh, a link on the internet and they had what they were called Hebrew revival that's when the the uh, the fake Jews started speaking Hebrew yiddish not the real Hebrew but this modern Hebrew the the yiddish that comes from like Poland and Russia well they had a thing called the um, the uh, the Hebrew revival so uh, you know they just you know the light bulb when <laughs> went on I said let's do the Lashawan Kodash revival because this is the real Hebrew is this is the real language. This is the holy tongue, the pure tongue. Was that in the book of Zephaniah, the Lord told us that he would return us to a pure language, which is the Hebrew, you know. So it's good, you know, to uh to get into our heritage and our culture, you know. Of course it's not contingent on salvation because you know, learning the Hebrew is not going to get us in the kingdom of heaven, but you know, it is a part of our heritage, and the Bible does tell us that the Hebrew has more force. So when you're praying to the Lord in the ancient Hebrew, it has force behind it. It has more force than the English language or the Spanish language or the French language. The Lashwan Kodosh has that power, you know, just like the word of Yahweh is powerful. His uh, language is powerful, too. So stay strong. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor. To Yehawah Bashem, Yahweh Shai Shalom.